other parties that were in nine provinces. Uh, of course, due to financial constraints, but not only that, we were of the view that we want to register, not for the sake of registering, we wanted to register in a place where we know that if we are in, in the municipality, we are able to respond effectively to the needs of the people. So I haven't, I don't have statistics now, but I, we haven't done we have not we have not done good where we have registered and then we are going to take that base of voters who believed in us under this extraordinary circumstance and build a foundation which it will you know serve as a ladder towards 2019 and let me come to mr bongen koset lamini of the ifp well uh, the story different for you uh, are you fared uh, better this time around 4.25% of the vote as compared to 3.57% uh, in 2011 uh, do you think that's because the IFP has done something uh, fundamentally different uh, to uh, actually uh, get those votes, or is it because of the implosion of the NFP? No, ma'am, thank you very much, ma'am. I think one thing, well, first thank the voters for voting IFP, all South Africans of goodwill for voting for the IFP. In fact, when you look at the record of the IFP's performance in local government from 2011, the strategy of turning around and uh, putting the party on the growth path started immediately after the local, uh, 2014, 2011 local government. You will remember that we are the only party in South Africa at, uh, in local government history that regained five municipalities from 2014 up until uh, these last elections uh, through winning by elections and registering growth. The implosion of the NFP has nothing to do with our, our, our growth because you know that the not one single leader of the NFP endorsed us after they could not register to vote. In fact, their demise started as early as 2014 because in, 20, in 2011, they got 560,000 votes. In 2014 elections, they got 260. So it started long ago, the demise and dying of the NFP. It has nothing to do with us. And our growth is solemnly on hardworking IFP uh, volunteers on the ground, the commitment of national leadership to make sure that we turn the party around and we, we register growth and we are happy because we have registered growth even in areas where we, we, we thought we would not be able to like for instance in Gauteng uh, we have registered so much so that we are so happy that we we, we, we can be a serious player in the formation of, of local government in, 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 in Gauteng not only the governing a number of municipalities was in attack. Let's talk about that. Uh, are you in any uh, possible talks about coalitions with anybody at this stage as the IFP? I mean, those parties that have humbled themselves to talk to us, we have listened to them. Uh, we have reported to our national leadership and then we, 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 we are in discussions with our, 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 leadership, our leadership to see which way to go because ours as IFP, um, it's, it's a constitutional obligation uh, which, 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 which instructs local government uh, to, to provide services to people in a sustainable manner. So therefore, as the IFP will be approaching all discussions on the basis that we need to see a government that is responsive and prioritizes not side issues, but issues that really touches people's uh, lives. And which is that government? Who has humbled themselves uh, to come and speak to you? No, the proper announcement will be done when, uh, when, when, when the time is right. I'm saying to you that there are still consultations. So you're not even going to tell us who approached you? Because it's common knowledge at this point that the approaches are being made, overtures are being made to everybody who has a seat or more, uh, you know, to deal with. 
You know, my parties have approached us, and uh, I, I, I think we have, we have, we have, I mean, agreed, but uh, we will only make those announcements when the time is right. But I can assure you that the IFP is not just going to help, I mean, to, to going to act irresponsibly, uh, just out of excitement. We are committed South Africans who want to see South Africa stable. We want to create stable municipalities that are responsive to the poor, to the people's needs. And who do you think can bring that about uh, for the people of South Africa? Who can best do that? Discuss, discussions will give us that because we are discussing with parties. Mr. Dennis Bloom, anybody approach COPE? No, uh, Sakina, no, I, I, I know that um, yesterday uh, our leader, Musua um, Likota, uh, was in talks with uh, other parties. Uh, we have met uh, other, other parties, but uh, we have only... Uh, uh, called me to say he's going to meeting meetings with um, a DA and uh, with uh, EFF. That is all that he, he said to me um, yesterday. DA and EFF. Um, yeah. uh, and then uh, from... Um Ahang SA side, I mean, I'm not sure, as we said, we're not even sure what it is that mm-hmm. Ahang mm-hmm. is dealing with. So yeah. um, what is your take on coalition talks? You know, I think uh, coalition is part of, uh, is a constitutional process that any political party can undertake to form a relationship in any way or manner. The only problem is that I hope every relationship that will come out of this coalition must be based on service delivery and it must be principled. It shouldn't be based on opportunism or saving leaders themselves. So uh, our view is that coalition is necessary. There's nothing wrong with coalition as long as it's done for the sake of our people to have services, for the sake of our people to be very closer to government, particularly local government. If you have a few seats to bargain with in a hung council, who would you go with more likely than other? I think I will write a script, something like a memorandum of understanding, particularly, let me say, um, uh, we are approached by the ANC. I will write a script. The first, first of all, agree with us. We fire all corrupt officials. We don't tolerate any nepotism. Those are the things that I'll really want to discuss and to have a clear process on how we're going to deal with them in the future. Then we can have an agreement. If I have to make it with the DA, I'll make it very clear. We will not tolerate any kind of racism. Even in an attitude, we will not. We must use this coalition as a way first of making sure that South Africa belongs to everybody. And then we must make sure that all of us, our coalition, serve to serve our people to be at the same level to have their potential realized then those are the scripts that i'll set and if i have to do it with the eff i'll tell them that politics can be politics without insults we need to realize that there are services that are common besides our ideology those are the script that i'll write to these political parties before i can even engage with them and of course, uh, the uh, cult of personality politics, and some would say uh, that is uh, essentially what has led to the downfall of Cope and Ahang in this instance. How would you respond to that? Let me start with you, Mr. Tluama. First of all, I think um, we must uh, really fight against that because, you know, a party that depends on personality is not a party at all. It is a, it's like a CC. It's like a, a, a company that is owned by that particular individual. What we are doing at Arang SA for us to actually register for these le- elections while bigger parties like NFP have failed. It is our resolve 
that Arang SA belongs to South Africans who believe in its policy, whether uh, it was formed by Dr. Mampele and others. We are going to push through. We are going to make this party a success. That is why right now this time allows us to prepare very much better with the experience that we've gained for 2019. And we are going to show people that this party will survive. It will be the future come 2019. But how? What are you going to do? Uh, especially now that it's evident that a lot of the support that uh, and, and the goodwill that was showed towards the party in the beginning was perhaps precisely because of the personality of um, uh, Dr. Mampela Rampele that was associated with the party. You see, uh, I want to say this again um, in a good way. Uh, Dr. Mampele was very valuable this party uh, of, of this party, and she was also a founder. Remember to make people believe in new leaders, and there's also a generation generation gap between the leaders of Arang now and Dr. Mampele. So it is taking us time to 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 retain those who believed in Arang in the past, and also to welcome new members who believe in the new leadership. So it's a process, it's a learning, it's an education. We are not understanding the iconic status of Dr. Mampele, but with the votes, uh, thousands of votes that we got this time around, it shows that slowly but surely our message has been received that no, no, this party can still function, can still go on without Dr. Mampele Rampele, and we are working very hard. I think everybody must appreciate that we are the only party that has survived so far after being abandoned by its founder. It should not be a negative thing. It should be a positive thing that we have a party that can still survive without its own founder. But are you surviving? Because we, you, you're mm. literally hanging on by the skin of your teeth at this point. <laughs> you know, Sakina, it's better to hang with your skin of your teeth rather than falling. Um, because like now when I'm talking to you, I'm sure Dr. Mampele, wherever she is, she is very, very happy that at least this party survived. Still, um, uh, there are people who believe in it. You must remember that uh, what we are talking to you now. I will talk to you maybe again before or after 2019. We'll be having maybe 30 or 40 seats because now we are going to the ground. The communities are saying to us, why did you come to us so late? Because of financial resources. Some communities, when we went them, they were all, most of them not registered because they didn't know any alternative. And I just want to inform you that this community, we are going to tap into it. We are going to educate it. We are going to take a voter education, policy education. I am telling you, Sakina, come 2019, we are going to be one of the role players in the at, 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 in national parliament. And from there, we'll be better prepared to be in every ward for 2022 local government elections. Unati Kwaza says, uh, uh, Mr. Tloama, you're just trying to be nice, shame. Uh, Rampela uh, killed Ahang when she got that kiss of death from Helen. But I want to move to uh, Mr. Uh, Dennis Bloom and uh, Cope because the same question to you and also the leadership squabbles within COPE and how that has basically just led the party from one disaster to another. Sakina, uh, personality cult, you know, I must say it here on this platform uh, that uh, Musua Likota, the president of COPE, is always fighting in the meetings with the members, the executives, to say, please, I am not the only one who must go out and talk to people. He is fighting all the time. He is saying that this party does not belong to Musua Likota alone. He is he's just 
the president of the of the of the party. But you know, Sakina, uh, I must also say the media is also uh, to be blamed for this. Let me make an example now with this, with this campaign. The, the the media have said, especially the SABC, have said, no, they are only going uh, to to cover uh, the president uh, of the party or the deputy president. If the president is not there uh, on a campaign, then the, the deputy president. Now, each and every person will think that, no, Terra Licota only want to, to be uh, the, uh, uh, in, the, in the forefront and what. It's not like that. I, 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 I'm, I'm challenging anybody to come into our meetings and, and you will hear what he's saying. When we want to deploy him uh, in a place, he will say, no, why are you not deploying this person? Why are you not deploying uh, this person? That is what he is. He is building a new leadership. And he is saying it openly that, no, I am not going to, to, to go there and send this other person there. Because it is very dangerous to have this type of uh, uh, personality cult. Because the party can collapse. You, mm-hmm. are, you are talking about uh, the, the infight. That infight has really, really crippled and damaged us. And, and we are now, you see it? 2014, the 10th of of January, was our last court case in in the High Court. Now, we are building on something that was damaged, very seriously damaged. Everybody knows, and it's not a secret. Uh, That's why I'm talking about it. But we are are building uh, to restore the dignity of the Congress of the people. And I must say that people are coming... And, and give advice, people are participating in the, in the building uh, okay. of the party.